This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the social media manager for Jubilance, and today I'm talking with Kelly Haddock. Kelly is a singer, songwriter, wife, and mom. A former widow, Kelly has lived through tragedy and found hope and joy on the other side. Her music draws from real-life stories of beauty, heartache, hope, and the celebration of life. Kelly has performed all over the world to audiences of over 10,000 and was part of a short film, The Thank You Project, that told her story and was featured on Cosmopolitan, The Today Show, and The Huffington Post. She has some virtual concerts coming up, too, so maybe we can check them out. Um, And we're so excited to have her with us today. So thank you, Kelly. Thanks for being on. Thank you, Alice. I'm happy to be with you and the whole awesome Jubilance community. Awesome. Um, So we'd just like to start off with like a fun, quick round. So ice cream or cake? Probably jelly beans. (laughs) Even better. Cool. Cake, but I'm, yeah, I'm not a huge dessert fan, but I love candy. Oh, delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Lip gloss or lipstick? Lip gloss. Okay. Uh, Reading or writing? Writing. Don't have much time to read, but I like it. (laughs) Cool. Um, Netflix or Prime? Oh, I would say right now Netflix because we're watching Madam Secretary. But we just went through um, Downton Abbey and Bulldogs on Prime, which I saw you just sent out the whole, like, what to watch next. So that will be helpful. (laughs) Both so good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sweet or salty? Sweet. Awesome. Um, so where are you living right now? Where are you? I am in Florida. Ooh, cool. Um, and what's your favorite thing about living in Florida? I would say either the weather, because I know we get a bad reputation for being hot, but really our winter and spring is like the perfect day for six months of the year. It's beautiful. Um, but I also just love all the nature. Like there's just lakes and firs and it's just beautiful. Grateful to be here. Love the beach. That's wonderful. And what's your restaurant there that you just love that you're gonna get up right after quarantine? Yes, yes. Um, probably Cocina Two Fourteen. They have really good fish tacos, and they have this drink called the Swirl, which is a frozen margarita with sangria swirled in it. It's so good. So That's like everything. <laughs> if only Uber Eats could deliver a Swirl. <laughs> I need that right now in quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. How are you holding up in quarantine? Um, You know, I feel like what I see people posting on social media is like, I'm tackling this new hobby and I've got all this time to Netflix binge. And I don't know. I feel like there's like two realities and half the people are like bored. And then us parents are like, I am more exhausted and overwhelmed than ever before because I have kids 24-7, which I love them, but that's a lot of one-on-one, and um, and then suddenly figuring out how to homeschool. So I feel more exhausted than, life is a lot busier, let me put it that way, than it was before quarantine. Wow. Space is really sweet, but it's full, very full. <laughs> yeah. What What is your typical self-isolation day entail? Yes, well, I love to run, so... Um, Many mornings of the week, I get up and go on a run early and then kind of get my head around the kids' homeschool days. And we try to focus really hard on their homeschool assignments kind of through lunch slash one o'clock. And my goal is to have them all done with that 
by about one o'clock and then they can do some reading and quiet stuff in the afternoon. And then I try to focus on my work in the afternoon. So um, until, until we need to wrap up for dinner. That's, that's wonderful. And can you talk about what your work is? Like uh, what, what got you to where you are as a singer, songwriter, creator? Yeah. That's, um, so I am classically trained. I went to a really amazing school as a kid. It was a school for the arts. It was really competitive. If you've ever seen the movie Fame, that was literally like what my school was like. I loved it. You're, you're a theater, right? Yes, I'm a theater director, actually. So yeah, yeah I'm in that, that arty world as well. Yeah, you can relate. Um, it was such an amazing experience. Like the bell would ring and we'd all like harmonize with the bell. Um, <laughs> True. So it was I loved it, um, but it was very intense classical training with piano and voice, and I knew I wanted to do music my whole life, but I knew I also didn't want to be a classical musician, so um, I actually ended up majoring in dance in college, um, just because I wanted to do some, I was dancing all the way through as well, um, and wanted a fun degree, I was teaching music through then, so I taught for about 13 years, and then my own career is kind of taken off and I um, I only teach our kids now which I love teaching them piano um, but then now do music full-time professionally. That's wonderful um, and can you talk about what kinds of music that you write now since it's not classical but um, yeah. yeah. So I like to call it maybe inspirational pop so I love to write music that has a good message and also a good beat uh, Sarah Bareilles' drummer drummed on my last studio album, Wild Love, which is so fun. Um, but my music's also highly emotive, so I've got a lot of live streams, plus the good beat and a good message. Um, I try to be a hope bringer and a peacemaker um, with what I write about. So kind of theme songs for life. So whatever I'm learning, I think well, maybe this will help somebody else process something or learn whatever this is that I'm wrestling with. Um, you know, you've all heard those songs that you listen to and you're like, oh my goodness, that just said exactly what I was thinking, but I didn't remember what I had to say. And those are the songs I really try to lean into and write. Um, so that's, that's I, I think music is a great tool. And if I had to boil it down to any one message, it would be, I know, cliche, this is cliche, but it would be a message of love and of wanting people to know that they are loved. And, you know, there's, there's a passage that says, love your neighbor as yourself, but if you're not loving yourself, how can you love your neighbor? And so I kind of want to help people understand that they're loved, but I also want to stretch hearts to know how we can love our neighbors. And that can look a lot of different ways. So that's where the peacemaker piece comes in, where I really want to help uh, see peace on earth. And that's a grand goal, but I think that happens uh, when we love one person at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I just want to shout out to the sisterhood that her song Quiet Quiet is our first song on our playlist this week, so everyone should check that out. Um, I've been playing it on repeat. It's so catchy. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> really nice to work with, work too. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the Thank You Project? Um, what was that? So it was a short uh, documentary, um, and how did it arise? Yeah, so um, you had mentioned earlier that I was a widow. So several years ago, my husband and our baby boy and I were in a really bad car accident. And my husband was killed instantly. And our son was 
severely injured. So the doctor said if he lived, he'd probably never walk or talk or show emotion. And um, that was very hard. And I could talk about that for a long time. But um, I remember, and one afternoon, my new husband and I were watching Eli, our son, run and play in the front yard with bubbles. And we were just, it was just this like perfect, delightful moment. And we looked at each other and we said, I can't believe the doctor said he would never be able to do these things. And he does have special needs, but he has defied every odd. And we just thought, wouldn't it be so cool to find those doctors that helped save his life, that helped him defy all these odds and thank them and kind of tell them the rest of the story. Here's Eli 10 years later, thriving. And so we, we set out to do that. And um, it's a five minute video. We took about six months thanking the doctors and the video shows like a hug, but every thank you was about an hour long. And, um, and so incredibly meaningful. We didn't imagine that so many of these doctors who had been doing their jobs at least 10 years had never been thanked before. And um, so the, the, doc, the video shows maybe one or two doctors saying that, but probably about half of the 30 or so medical professionals, doctors and nurses um, that we think said they had never been thanked. And um, I'll, I'll get back to the story, but it, it makes me think of what we're going through right now, where when you have people on the front lines, medical professionals on the front lines, they're dealing with people in tragedy. They're dealing with people in like the worst moments of their life. And you're just trying to survive. You don't have capacity for gratitude. You're just trying to get through the moment. And these doctors and nurses, even right now, fighting for, with, for people's lives to fighting COVID-19, they're just on the front lines and they're serving and they're serving and they're serving. And it really is a thankless job, but they really are heroes. And I think um, I, I've heard stories actually in New York of people um, all clapping and cheering every evening for them. So cool. Um, and I just, I love seeing that these heroes are getting recognition and, um, but it's important to remember that they were doing this incredible fight day in and day out, always, even COVID-19, you know, um, so it was a, it was an incredible honor to get to thank them. And we had no idea. I mean, we just were saying thank you, but then the Today Show actually picked up our story and heard what we were doing. And they sent down a crew to document it. Um, we, the hospital actually asked us if they could document us doing the thank you project. So we never set out to make a viral video. That was never the goal. The hospital said, hey, um, this is really cool what you're doing. If we help you, could we share the video? And, and I was like, sure, that's great. So then the Today Show found out and they said, hey, can we come, come make a video of you doing this? And we we're like, okay, that's fine. So they, they filmed their version of the story in the summer and they kind of took first rights and they told the hospital, you can't show the story till we do. Oh. Well, what we is they kept pushing back the air date, pushing back the air date. Well, it was one of those, like when you wait, waiting feels hard, but then the timing is always perfect. And they ended up airing the story right before the Macy's Day Parade on Thanksgiving morning, which oh is the biggest of the year. Um, and then that really is what sparked the rest of the story going viral, um, which has been a blessing because it's never been about me. And it's really about shining the spotlight on these heroes and the amazing work that they do day in and day out. And our hope was that medical professionals everywhere would feel thanked um, by the Thank You Project. And I've had so many amazing letters and notes 
um, telling me that. So it's really encouraging. Wow, that's amazing and so pertinent, like you were saying to today. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're so I'm in New York City, and um, we we are clapping every night at seven p.m. for uh, all the medical professionals. And it started off, I think, on the Upper East Side, and I'm on the Upper West, and like now I'm living with my boyfriend um, uptown, like in the 150s, and it's like traveled throughout the whole city, like every borough is clapping now, and it gets louder each night, so. So cool. Does that make you feel to hear that? Yeah, it's, it's nice, because it finally, I, I've told people, like, it finally feels like my city is back, because finally there's noise, and there's like like people acknowledging each other and like you're checking in on your neighbor every night at seven like how are you <laughs> like hi nice to see you again but um yeah I think it's important to think about thanking and like with your projects to like to thank these heroes that have as you said been working for their whole lives like this so we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor Jubilance for PMS it's a daily supplement that helps you be you Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product, it's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. Um, and can you talk about um, your travels all over the world? So you've sung in so many different stadiums and to so many different people. Where's been your favorite place to perform? Uh, probably my favorite was a castle in Austria. That was amazing. I just, you know, growing up watching like Disney princess movies, <laughs> I remember thinking like, I cannot believe not only am I in like a real castle, but it was like the acoustics and they were amazing. You were in like the spire, it was like round and up high. And yeah, to me, it's like, if I imagined heaven, I would say it looked like, yeah, it's just like, like the sound of music, you know, it's just like pure goodness. It's so beautiful. And, um, and it was interesting because I went from um, Austria where we were in Austria and I boarded a, a plane to Iraq immediately after that trip. And my husband was with me in Austria um, but I said goodbye to him uh, at the airport and went to Iraq. And this was at the, the height of ISIS um, Wow! a couple years ago. And I, I love both for very different reasons. But um, getting to share music with expats that are um, doing all different kinds of relief work in Iraq was amazing. And I would say the food in Iraq was like, so where Austria was beautiful, like the food was so delicious. Wow. <laughs> Wonderful. And Iraq is nothing like Aladdin. I really went expecting like uh, Yeah. And it was like, no, like the women had like cute purses and like, you know, nice shoes. And it looked a whole lot more like 
like where we live than I would have imagined. Um, oh. But the people, like the people in the food, just made Iraq just delightful. Wow. And can you talk about um, creating an album in Mandarin? How did that come about? How did that arise? Um, I, I would say, I think life can be really unpredictable. And I think when we are just open to the adventure and not trying to make sense of it all, um, I think a lot of amazing things can happen. And the Mandarin Project is a really good reminder to me. Um, to think outside the box. So I never really imagined or planned to make a project in Mandarin Chinese. Um, but this was when our story was going viral and I got invited to do, uh, to share music at a, a big conference in Hong Kong um, for several thousand people. And they just sort of assumed that I would sing in Mandarin Chinese. Or like, oh, well, she's singing it in Mandarin Chinese, right? And I was like, no, that wasn't really the plan. Um, <laughs> It became one of those, like, well, why not? Like, maybe we could do that. Maybe I could learn and have a language coach and a translator. Um, the people putting on the conference provided that. Um, they had a language coach for me and a translator. Wow. So I was doing all the work to learn it for the conference. We just thought, well, we might as well record it. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we were able to record that. And it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. But completely rewarding and um it's just it it doesn't make a lot of sense but i'm really grateful for the experience and it's it's been a really cool tool to have in the tool belt wow <laughs> can you talk about your peace on earth tour um what what was that about so um i think that we i think peace like i was talking earlier about love like love is something that starts inside of us before it can extend out. And I think peace is the same thing. And I think as, as an artist, um, we, we get to help articulate life. We get to help put words to what people are experiencing around them. And I think it's probably fair to say we all could have more peace, both internally and also in the world around us. And that's really what Peace on Earth is, my Christmas album I released last Christmas. Um, but it was, it, it was the traditional carols, but it, I felt like it was so much more than just a Christmas album. It was sort of this protest of peace, of how we want to see peace coming on earth. And, and hopefully, as people engage these rich lyrics, encouraging people to be peacemakers in their own countries and in their own spheres of influences. And so the tour is really just a bigger way to spread that message of encouraging people to be peacemakers, however that looks in their spheres of influence. And um, so it's not Christmas anymore, but I, I think um, that's still a huge goal and still something um, I am focused on doing, whether it's Christmas or not. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's something the world needs right now. So why not listen to some Christmas music? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> makes you a lot happier. <laughs> yeah. um, and something I always ask um, the woman on this is, what is your definition of womanhood? I know it's probably constantly changing. It could change like 30 seconds from now, but for you right now, what is it? That's a good question. I think that as women, we have a unique uh, opportunity to uh, embody beauty. And there's so much brokenness around us, um, but we have a unique role to represent an expression of beauty. And that 
can look a lot of different ways, but I think that even in something as simple as doing your hair nice or putting on, on makeup, um, and I could hear people rolling their eyes, beauty is, beauty is not, it's more than, it's, it's not stupid. And yes, I agree. But I think in how we love those around us, we're an expression of beauty. I think we all have an opportunity to bring beauty into the dark and hurting world around us that is dark for true beauty. And so I think as a woman, I want to help encourage other women to realize the power that we all hold as women to be this unique expression of beauty. That's wonderful. Thank you, Kelly. Um, and if you had just like one piece of advice to give a woman uh, that you met on the street, like one sentence or something um, about anything, what would it be? Um, I love this question. I would say that it would be that every no can lead to a better yes. And we can get so stuck in the no's, either trying to avoid that rejection or being scared of getting a no. Um, but in my experience, any no I have received, any rejection, any closed door, ultimately has led to a better yes, or it has taught me something and helped me become more successful or effective because I've learned from the no's. And so I would say, don't be so scared of, of getting a no. Don't be so broken if, if you face a no, somebody tells you no, um, but learn from it and keep going and don't get stuck in it. I think that's great, especially as artists. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, <laughs> that you have to keep going through. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, and I'd love for you to talk about Jubilant. So how did you find us and what do you think of this like PMS products? Well, I love it. Uh, <laughs> and I love this question. So I sometimes I joke that I'm like a professional Instagrammer because um, maintaining a role on social media is a, is a really important part of being an artist. And so I have to spend time on Instagram every day. And there was um, a really great ad that caught my attention from Jubilance in my feed. And, you know, I clicked on it and I was reading and reading and reading. And I was like, I love science. And I love, like, you give me some facts and some science that I'm like, I'm in. So I, I just thought y'all did a really good job of communicating the science of how this works and why it's different from other products. And um, as I get, I'm 36. And as I get older, like when I was younger, PMS was like a non-issue. But the older I get, the more it's like a real legit thing. And especially the last like three or four years, it's like every month it's, it, it really holds me down. And so I've, I've been looking for something to help and provide relief and reading about it. And I've tried tons of different supplements along the way. But reading this, I'm like, this makes sense. I get this. So um, I, I gave it a shot. I think I'm on my third I'm, I'm starting my fourth month with it. Oh, so I've had, had three full months with Jubilance and I talked to um, my midwife who delivered our babies is who does my annuals and I actually just went to her probably about a month ago and she was so excited to learn about it and she said oh, amazing. stick with it for three months and call me and let me know what you're thinking and I, I was like great so um and I would say it's interesting because each month I feel like I'm noticing the effects of Jubilance more it's like you can tell it's sort of is like more cumulative so i would encourage anybody who's new to it to like kind of stick with it i think my midwife gave good advice um and it's helped a whole lot i think i would hit i would get the blues like a few days before i would start my my period and it was like the 
world is gonna end, you know? And I feel like that has really lifted, which is awesome. And just some of the other like breast tenderness and other things has gotten a whole lot better. Sorry, mom, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I could help. I, it really, it really has helped a whole lot. And, um, and that was part of why I wanted to reach out to you guys. Cause anything I find an organization, a product that I love and believe in, I just think, how can I use the few tools I have in my toolbox to help, help you guys since y'all have helped me. And I just want to give back. And so I'm so glad that we could have this conversation today. Cause it's my little way of saying, go Zulians. And, um, anyway, hopefully that help encourage anybody who's listening as well. Yes, thank you so much, Kelly. I'm so glad it can help you. Yeah, <laughs> we'd love to send you some more. So you'll have to give me your, or I guess we have your address in the system and I'll send you some more um, after this. Yeah. Um, and then I guess my last question for you is, um, where can we listen to your music? When is your next concert or like the next couple? So we can sure. be a part of the virtual event. <laughs> Well, I post live videos all throughout the week pretty regularly on um, Instagram and Facebook. So on Instagram, I'm at Kelly Haddock Music, and Facebook, I'm just Kelly Haddock. Um, so you can follow me there. I'm very active there. And then all my music is on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. So basically anywhere that you typically would stream, you can stream uh, Kelly Haddock. I have several albums out. so. You can have fun digging into that. And a um, couple of, so all my live shows are postponed to the fall, as you can probably imagine. But this Friday, so that will be tomorrow. That might be after this post. Um, I'm doing a really cool, well, it will all be recorded. So you could. Oh, great. So we can. Join in later. Um, I'm sharing music at a summit with several organizations who are doing work at the border of Mexico and the U.S. with refu refugees. So they all provide different kinds of relief and aid to refugees right on our border. And um, that's something I really care a lot about. And so I'm really honored. I have a song I wrote called Song for the Refugee. So I'll be singing that live as well as several of my other songs, uh, just to kind of support these organizations. And the whole summit, um, it's hosted by Border Perspectives. So you can go to their website and I think you can find a way to stream all the different talks. There'll be a lot of talks and a lot of different meet Q&As if, if you are at all interested in um, what's going on at our border uh, right now. That would be a great way to engage that. And then uh, this coming Thursday night, I will be doing a live concert on Instagram to benefit my favorite local boutique, Ferema. Uh, so if you want to tune in and enjoy an hour of live music, I would love to see you there on Instagram. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Kelly. Um, do you have anything else that you want to add? It's just a, a gift to get to share the time with you, Alice, and all of the uh, sisterhood. And um, I hope everybody feels loved and like you're just getting a virtual hug. Mm -hmm.